0: Hi guys, welcome to the podcast today, Scared But Not Alone. I'm with Itzel and she's got a good story for us today.
1: Yes, a very good story for you today. Are you excited? I am. Do you have any idea what I'm going to talk to you about today?
0: Yeah, I think it was on your computer that you wouldn't show me for like the last two days. So I have no idea exactly what you're going to. Yes,
1: then you had me at the first half. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yes, I didn't see anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't actually. So I'm I'm curious because you were keeping it very secretive. So
1: today we are going to be talking about the Amityville Horror. Unlike our last episodes, we've been talking about cryptids and myths, legends. Today we're going to be discussing a haunting.
0: Ooh, a haunting.
1: This haunting in particular is really interesting because it bleeds in into true crime.
0: Oh, true so, crime and a haunting.
1: Yes. And I'm going to go right into it. I'm not going to prep you for anything, so you better brace yourself.
0: Oh, okay, good. All right, I'll seat buckle in real quick.
1: Early in the morning around 3 a.m. on November 13th, nineteen. 19- 74, Ronald DeFeo brutally killed his parents and four siblings in their home at 112 Ocean Avenue, Long Island, New York. They were found face down on their beds with gunshots to the back of their head, with no sign of struggle. Both his parents were shot twice and his siblings shot once. Strangely enough, no one in the neighborhood heard the shots of his thirty-five Marlin caliber rifle. After the killings, he proceeded to get rid of his gun and took a bath in preparation for work that day. It is said later that day, he went to the bar and alerted everyone that something bad had happened to his parents. When the police investigated the situation, Ronald DeFeo blamed the killings on a mob man, Louis Fellini. Mm. It was proven that Louis was out of the state during the time, and Ronald ended up confessing to the killings. Oh, well, you can't
0: freaking blame it on some guy that's not even around
1: yeah i don't have the quote on me but i know that he said like once he started he just couldn't stop Yikes. it's pretty scary yeah during his trial he claimed that he killed his family in self-defense stating he heard their voices plotting against him he actually passed away last year in march wow yeah no. it really didn't ha- i didn't write it down because it i feel like it really didn't matter didn't yeah. matter but anyways so there's a lot of controversies that we can talk about in this case, such as why no one heard the gunshots, even though it's said that that rifles pretty loud. I don't know anything about guns. No uh, one reported hearing anything. Hmm. It was noted that there wasn't a fitted sound suppressor for it. Also, he claimed that he drugged his family, but uh. there was no evidence of it. Well,
0: there's stuff that you can't flip and find in like an autopsy test, right?
1: I don't know. But like- the fact that he said, hey, I use drugs and then they're like, yeah, we can't find anything. And it's also weird because he was traveling in the house and no one else appeared to be alarmed. They all just slept through that. But I don't want to talk too much about the controversies about this specific part of the story or case because it's really just background story. In December 1975, George and Kathleen Lutz bought the house for 80000 to $88,000. What a steal. Which at the time is a steal. The house was Dutch colonial style and had five bedrooms. It had a swimming pool and a boathouse.
0: Sounds like they have a lot of fun.
1: Mm -hmm. The real estate broker had told the Lutz family about the Defoe murders Mm -hmm. and that didn't change their mind about the purchase. They were fine with it. The Lutz family, George, Kathleen, Daniel, Christopher and Missy, along with their dog Harry, moved into 112 Ocean Avenue. Disturbingly enough, furniture that belonged to the DeFeo family was actually like put in as a deal for $400.
0: Nice. So they yes. get all the dead people stuff.
1: Yes. And I heard in some podcasts, but I couldn't find like actual, like a cited source on this, but like the beds and everything were still in the house and even sold. So they might've used the same beds that the defail family was murdered in.
0: Oh, that's comforting.
1: Yeah. That's disturbing. So George and Kathy, after they learned about the history of the house, they did actually uh, get a priest to bless the house, just kind of as a precaution, I guess. Oh, yeah. But it is rumored, but it has never been confirmed. This is like a, it's still up in the air. There's a lot of like contradicting uh, stories about this, is when the priest was blessing the house, he heard a voice telling him to get out, and he just like ran out of the house.
0: Oh, so the priest ran out of the house. Mm -hmm.
1: So the priest went in, started doing his blessing, heard a voice say, get out. He ran out.
0: Must not be a very good priest because a priest would have typically stayed in there, right? I've watched all the horror films.
1: Oh, I'll talk about that later. The priest allegedly uh, developed blisters on his hands that are similar to stigmata or stigmata. Okay. The family only remained at 112 Ocean Avenue for 28 days.
0: 28 days. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: During their time there, George Lutz claims there were sulfuric odors in the house that came and went and the front door would slam shut in the middle of the night. He also stated that he struggled to keep the house warm. He kept the fireplace burning day and night. The house just never stayed warm.
0: Yeah, it does seem a little suspicious.
1: But the family claimed that they would f- that they would find gelatinous drops or green slime on the carpet and oozing out of the walls, the keyholes and stuff in the morning. George Lutz also claimed that he mysteriously woke up at 3 15 a.m. slash 3.15 a.m., Every morning.
0: The paranormal hour.
1: No, apparently the time where Ronald DeFeo killed his family.
0: The paranormal hour.
1: I I guess that too, but it's, he he mostly uh, links that to the times the murders were, Uh, the murders happened. Okay. George Lutz also claimed that his wife, Kathy, would just randomly be transformed into like a 90 year old lady. Kathy Lutz said that she had constant nightmares about the murder and often would feel unseen forces embracing her
0: unseen forces so i like explain that she
1: just felt something embracing her
0: huh. like a hug or like she just trying embracing to hold her.
1: her i think like embracing like trying to hold her like okay and the house would be swarmed with flies in the dead of winter
0: that sounds absolutely horrible because even in the summer i'm like i i hate bugs
1: yeah but during the winter i aren't don't, I don't know what flies, if they go dormant, they die, they migrate, I don't know. But usually they're not around in the winter. Yeah. Their daughter, Missy, befriended a demonic red-eyed pig entity named Jody who would sit outside her window. Oh. You might be excited about this. I don't know how much you know about Ed and Lorraine, but I really like them for whatever reason. Yeah, well, they have good movies. They, okay. <laughs> Babe. What? Ed and Lorraine actually showed up and investigated the house. I just don't want to go super into detail because I feel like Ed and Lorraine deserve either their own episode or like their own like couple of of episodes because they've there's a lot of information on them. So when talking about the house, Lorraine said, quote, the very first night that Ed and I walked into the home, I was fearful, but I didn't know what I was fearful of. End quote. She also said, quote, as I was going up the stairs, I reached the point where it felt as if a force of water was coming against my chest, almost like a waterfall. I have a couple pictures to show you. All right. This first picture, I'm just going to kind of show you the house so you can kind of see what the house looked like. This is 112 Ocean Avenue. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see how close the neighbors are and stuff. And yeah, the that house. makes sense.
0: I mean, when I was living in Idaho, you could hear gunshots going off in their backyards. But if you were in a closer neighborhood like this, you would typically not be shooting guns in your backyard. Or
1: But now you look at it and you kind of wonder why, like, nobody in the whole neighborhood reported hearing gunshots at yeah. all. And the fact that his family that was in the house didn't hear the first gunshots being fired either. Yeah. It's a little weird. That's one of the most mysterious things about this case that no one knows why the heck that is. Why?
0: Unless he paid the whole neighborhood hush money. I don't think
1: so. So this is a picture that was taken by, I think, the photographer that was helping Ed and Lorraine Warren at the time. And it's believed to be John DeFail, one of the siblings that was shot in the house.
0: It's a... just a regular black and white picture with two open doors and a staircase coming in front of both the doors. Uh, they snagged the picture, and it looks like
1: the boy's just peering over the staircase.
0: Yeah, there's a little boy appearing over the staircase, and it kind of looks it looks a little weird because you know when you take pictures, sometimes mm-hmm. you get the red dot in the middle of your pupil.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The red eyes. Yeah. He's got that thing going on. He
0: does not. It doesn't look like that. He looks like... Oh, he's got the white eyes. Yeah, his wide eyes. There's no, Reflective like... Reflective eyes. Yeah, nothing. But that kid does strongly resemble the John DeFeo kid. Like, his haircut seems to be the same length. Uh, relatively, I guess, same that they age. would be about the same size or mm-hmm. age because of the pictures side by side as well
1: at this portion of our case i kind of want to hear what you're thinking uh maybe rate it on the be- be- be-
0: believability <laughs> scale
1: yes rate it on the believability scale let me know what you're thinking so
0: one thing that you were addressing for how the neighbors didn't know
1: they didn't they didn't hear anything
0: yeah they didn't hear anything there's quite a few ways to make sure that your shots are silent. Even though it wouldn't be like as silent, but it would be more like, oh, like you wouldn't automatically think like, oh, that's a gunshot. Um, I'm going to look up what that 35 caliber Marlin looks like just so I can see what type of gun it is and the ammunition that they use. Oh, so this is, so the 35 Marlin isn't actually a, bigger gun it really does it does look like a marlin it's just a lever action rifle but it's it looks like it's for more big game so it's gonna have a little bit of a bigger cartridge so yeah this would be something that we'd probably use to go hunting for elk or deer yeah Do you want to see a picture a of it oh, I i've it. seen it oh. i've seen it i just okay but yeah no that would be a pretty loud gun and it'd be pretty dang hard that's to... kind of
1: what's told about this uh story that it's like It makes no sense as to why no one would hear that. And the fact that they didn't find a fitted suppressor on it and...
0: Yeah, well, I don't think there would be... Yeah, no. So there was... You should have been able to hear it if you were the neighbors. Unless the neighbors are also really heavy sleepers.
1: He fired eight shots. Yeah.
0: So on the believability scale on whether this is a haunting or...
1: Do you believe their story is what I'm trying to ask, like what I'm wondering. So with the kid. Um, they were only there for 28 days. So it's very hard to find like super detailed
0: Oh yeah, of no. what
1: happened there. It kind of just seems like it was just like this happened and this happened and this happened.
0: Yeah. So what my mom was always telling me, like, you know, like growing up, that kids are really close to God mm-hmm. because they're just so innocent. They haven't been corrupted by anything, so they are really close with uh, the spirit, or something like that. But it, I feel like that could also make them more vulnerable to other things to because, evil. Yeah, so yes. that with the pick deal, that could be definitely a thing. I mean, I very well could see that on a believability scale, I'd I'd give it maybe like a like a five, five and a half. Mm-hmm. Like it would be. Um, If we had more information about, like, you know, a day-to-day life of what they went through, like, in the 28 Mm -hmm. days. Like, say the mom, she wrote down a journal, and Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, today, little Timmy, he went through, like, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, green slime started dropping out of the ceiling. Like, that would be a little bit more. So you just uh, want more details. Yeah, if there was more details, I'd be able to, like, be a full-on, like, yes, 100%, this is a believable a believable story. But on the same route, they also bought the house for pretty cheap. And this. then they moved out 28 days later. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would be... Something had to have been happening to them in order for them to just be like, let's get up, let's get out. This isn't cool anymore. Like, I don't right, care about it. I want it. you
1: to give your final...
0: My final... Score on the believability scale is a five. Okay. Five is what I believe.
1: Now, I'm going to talk about some of the controversies as to why this certain case of the Lutz family living in this house could be a hoax. Yes, I asked right after you gave me your believa- believa- believability scale. I can't say that My word.
0: believability score? Score. You mean?
1: Your believability your believa-
0: believability okay now
1: we're gonna talk about some of the controversies and why this might be a hoax after you just gave me your score
0: cool i'll change it after we get done
1: no (laughs) one of the most um common reasons that always gets thrown out there with cases like these that are famous and more well known is they did it for the money a lot of cases are like that right and that got thrown into this case because, like I said, Ed and Lorraine showed up. A TV show actually came also and investigated their house. What TV show? I don't have a show. Uh, I don't have a name of the show. They got a book deal eventually. Ooh, a book deal. Mm-hmm.
0: What is the book title?
1: The Amityville Horror, A True Story. Oh, that makes sense. Another reason as why this could be a hoax is that they just probably weren't able to pay for the house. They uh, might have realized that, oh my gosh we might have just
0: we've bitten off too big of a chunk mm-hmm. oh gotcha okay
1: they actually admitted that some of the scenes from the books slash movies because they made movie about the amityville horror yes they did there's quite a few and actually there's I, you probably know this I, I added this as a fun fact is that there's an amityville horror movie that was released in 2005 starring ryan reynolds <gasps> he plays george lutz in that movie and we should watch it sometimes.
0: My sometimes. man crush. I'm going to have to watch this. I
1: think he's like the most inappropriate star for a movie like this. Well, that was when he was beginning in. That's his true, career. but he isn't that just kind of funny? To find his way. I'm just saying, like, it's a fun fact, isn't it? Kind of oh, funny, absolutely. like Ryan Reynolds starred in a horror movie.
0: Yeah, out of nowhere, and now yeah. he's Deadpool. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I added that because I thought you'd think it was funny. Yeah, I but get they admitted that. that some of the scenes in the book slash movie were embellished.
0: Of course, but they do that with everything. Yes. There's a but, little bit of exaggeration. Yes, but, but they said... For every little story, there is a truth. Yes,
1: especially in, like, Hollywood every and... Every little
0: story, there is a truth. For, <laughs> for every story, there is a little bit of truth. True.
1: But they said that it didn't... It that the fact that the book and movies have some scenes that are embellished that it didn't take away from the horror they were living in in that house, in addition to the other things we just talked about, the son Daniel Lutz has reported claimed that his dad was into the occult that george Lutz that oh. George Lutz was into the occult, so what type of occult just like I think creepy stuff oh. he he said that he thinks his father is the one that invited unknown spirits entities into the house because of what he was into Ooh. and that's what happened his son is kind of known to say like yeah that stuff happened but it's not because of the murders it's because of my dad because he was just into occult stuff and he made that stuff happen
0: oh gotcha so, so
1: that's a reason too another thing to take in account is that a lot of other families have lived in that house since the lutz family and nobody has reported anything weird
0: hmm Imagine that. You're just sitting there and the person that's supposed to be the protector of the family. He's like, nah, dog. Come on. Come right on in. The door's wide open. This is my wife and my kids. Mm -hmm. Have fun.
1: Mm -hmm. Ah, What a solid guy. I don't know why the Amityville Horde is like, it's such a famous case.
0: Mm -hmm. That's been looked over many of many of times.
1: Yes. We might. Might not go into this specific case, but have you ever heard of Lizzie Borden?
0: Yes, I have heard of Lizzie Borden. So. But I don't know anything about her. The kay. name is just there.
1: So she like murdered her parents with an axe pretty much.
0: Ah, Or it's
1: thought that she did. Because there's still controversy on who did it. But it's mostly believed that it was Lizzie Borden. But her house is also believed to be a little haunted. Mm. And so with cases like this where it's like something horrific happened... And then people start reporting things of just evil entities and weird things. It always makes me wonder, like, what about true crime and hauntings? Like, what link do they have? Uh, the because otherwise, if... Evil factor. I guess. But, like, I don't know. Just to me, it's really interesting. It's a really interesting link. Yeah. On
0: a scale of one to believable, how believable is this to you? You can't look around the room. You did the research.
1: I'm thinking about all the research that I did in my head. That's why I'm looking around in the room. Like a three.
0: A three? Yeah. Oh, man. You convinced me more than you were convinced. Well played.
1: It doesn't share a lot of the same qualities as others. It does to some point, but not really.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I feel like they never saw an entity besides the Jody mm-hmm. thing pig. But that was more correlated to the girl too. Yeah. There was no I mean, there was weird old odors but like knocking sounds. We didn't hear about anything about knocking sounds. Unless they left early enough that the infestation just hadn't fully went in. But I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of like it seems like its own case of haunting that I'm like, I don't even know. Like I think maybe at some point it just might have gotten to their head that people were murdered in this house and that made them freak out a little bit and kind of like just pile up yeah on like they could just been really tense really stressed if it's true that they felt like they couldn't pay for the house or something and they're like you know i don't know it's very hard and i don't i think this is one of the cases we'll really never know yeah same with that picture of the boy it's been it's been said that, like, yeah, that could have been one of the one of the kids of the investigators that was there or something, but it hasn't been proven. It yeah. hasn't been proven or disproven. So it's like, uh, well, that's all I have today for our Amityville Horror. Right on. Well, it a very good story. I
0: liked it. Thanks. All right. Well, uh, just to wrap up the podcast, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please leave a review on the Apple podcast, yes, let us the Spotify, what- Google podcast, whatever you guys are listening to on. Uh, Give us a rate, a review, and uh,
1: let us know what you guys think about the Amityville Horror. Do you believe it? Let us know what you rate it on the believability scale. I can't say that word. Let us know what you rate this story on the believability scale.
0: And if you guys have any questions or comments, like something that we missed and you want to correct us or uh, tell us some new news maybe we didn't
1: uh, see... If you guys have any specific topics, cases you guys would like us to look into, you guys can email us at alone Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Okay. okay. Bye, guys.